So content is what we call anything that you put on your digital signage. And as we've said many times before, if your content, meaning the stuff you put up on your screens, is boring, irrelevant, or outdated, then why even doing it? Because your audience is just going to tune out. They have, uh, they have screens in their pockets. So whether you're looking for content ideas or you need to refresh what's on your screens, uh, we're going to talk about some content trends that are happening this year and in this time period that can give you some inspiration. And to help me talk about that, uh, I'm with Elise Kelly, professional services consultant for Visix. Hi, Elise. Hi, Derek. How are you doing? I am doing quite well. I'm, uh, you know, finger on the pulse. That's you. I'm uh, very curious to see what these uh, modern content trends are. Awesome. Me too. <laughs> I thank everybody for listening to this episode of Digital Signage Done Right. Don't forget you can subscribe and you can follow along with the full transcript on the Physics website, which also has lots of helpful links. Just go to physics.com slash resources slash podcasts. Whether you're using digital signage or not, our podcast gives you practical tips for communications and content to better engage your audience. I'm Derek DeWitt. Welcome to Digital Signage Done Right. All right, so as I said uh, at the top, content is just a catch-all phrase that we use for anything that you put up on your screens, uh, and there are lots of different kinds of content. Let's start by talking about sort of your more, what we might call traditional content types. Sure. So obviously messages with plain text, like announcements and reminders, make up the bulk of what's on screen. And most people show event schedules that are pulled from their calendar system. Right. And then uh, the like entertainment feeds and news feeds, uh, which also pull in from outside sources. These are also pretty popular. They are. A lot of people import slides from PowerPoints and PDFs that they've already created for some other purpose. And a lot of our clients show some sort of data visualization, which is pulling information from some external source like Excel, XML, or JSON. And this can be as simple as a building directory or as complex as a call center dashboard. Right. It's funny, isn't it? Because uh, just some years ago, we started uh, writing uh, in the marketing copy and the and the promotional copy and on the website that, you know, hey, here's this kind of new capability and this ability to pull in from outside sources and populate your screens with all kinds of information is is now sort of considered traditional content. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's true. <laughs> Which is quite funny, you know. Uh, things move fast in the digital world. So already it kind of sounds like that's a pretty good content mix right there. So why would we even bother looking at content trends? What's uh, What's now? What's wow? Well, your digital signage is just like any other visual medium. So you want to look at trends to see what audiences want and what they're engaging with and what's popular. We talk a lot about keeping your screens fresh. So incorporating new trends is a good way to do that. Yeah, I suppose that's true. I mean, you look at uh, Netflix and Amazon and streaming services, uh, Hulu, HBO, and so on. They all uh, upgrade and, and adapt their um, UIs from time to time. Uh, obviously, we're all used to seeing uh, websites and uh, a variety of other digital content out there. And we see design trends, you know, like uh, Pantone has a color of the year every year. 
uh, and we start to see, you know, this year it's trees and, and rocks, and this year it's more, you know, sort of grays and clay colors and, and things like this. So, yeah, I guess I guess that makes sense. And, you know, speaking of those streaming services, you see it, Hollywood's been doing this for ages, you know. Hey, a, a fantasy TV series does really well, so suddenly... Three or four more fantasy shows are in the pipeline being greenlit. You see it in podcasts. Uh, I can't tell you how many true crime podcasts there are out there. Uh, I think this is, and this is because Serial did so well in 2014 that a bunch of people were like, well, I like true crime stuff, and so we're going to make a podcast about it. And lo and behold, you know, we now have, I don't know, I'm going to just guesstimate 16 gajillion true crime podcasts out there. Yep. And the same thing goes for communications. So preferences to certain topics and formats we use to deliver messaging will change over time. So you have to stay on top of them to remain relevant to your viewers. Right. You want to feel like you're now. I mean, it's pretty embarrassing if your company's still like, I don't know, offering uh, uh, training programs by sending out VHS tapes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> via via the post office or or they're like, hey, you know, sign up for our Adobe Flash course. It's like, oh, oh, where have you guys been? <laughs> no doubt. It's more than embarrassing. It's a waste of time and money. So in communications and digital signage is a communication tool. You have to talk about what people care about and you have to deliver information in the formats your audience prefers. Let's get into some of the growing content trends we've seen. And this is specifically stuff for digital signage that we're going to talk about. We got six things here. And number one is purpose-led communication. What does that mean? purpose-led. It's just what it says. So it's communicating in a way that spells out and supports your overall goals or purpose. So even if you're already showing your mission statement on screens, that's not enough. People expect all of your communications to relate to your defined purpose and to tie back to the overall goals they're working toward. So kind of a content and design equivalent of, uh, of walk your talk. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I guess that makes sense. I mean, uh, younger people today, uh, I know I always sound like an old fuddy when I say that, but it's true. Gen Zers, uh, millennials and Gen Zers especially are like, they're serious when they say, dudes, don't lie to me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're not they're not kidding around. They want transparency. They want honesty. They want integrity. <laughs> yes, exactly. I would assume that all of this is, is coming in hierarchical systems, traditional vertical hierarchies coming down from the top of the organization somehow, right? A lot of this is at the C-suite level with messaging about the organization's overall targets, practices, and policies. But it can also be at lower levels, like a business division, department, or team, any group that has a defined purpose and goals. So whatever the group is, leadership in that group has to clearly communicate their purpose and goals to all the stakeholders. Right. And since you have goals, you're probably also going to show progress towards goals as well to keep everybody sort of in the loop. That's right. This can be as simple as a countdown to a deadline, a fundraising bucket filling up on the screen, or stats and gauges that update over time. Right. And like we were saying with the traditional, <laughs> you know, content pulling in uh, information from outside sources, it can all be automated, right? It just pulls it in and it updates the artwork automatically uh, without you even having to do it on your own. You just set up the 
the conditions and it just happens. That's what I help our clients set up on their screens every day. And you get a lot, you get quite a few of these. Yes. And remember, you don't have to just show a number on the screen. Always compare it to a previous performance, a future goal, or some other benchmark so people have context. Right, right. Of course, the, the cliche is always the thermometer, you know, going up for uh, for uh, Toys for Tots or what have you, like people can see. Oh, gosh, we've only got three days left and we're only halfway at our goal. I better start dumping some toys in that box. Yes, and it works, Derek. Yeah, it does work. It. I, I find myself, it's, it's almost like, I don't want to say peer pressure because, you know, my peer in this instance would be a, a digital screen with a thermometer on it. But, but there is this kind of, pressure to like hey come on get on it yes there is there is and it it works i'm i have done it myself i've been in the same boat you have many times and next thing you know you're you're venmoing writing a check giving cash buying toys whatever it is (laughs) (laughs) emptying that wallet right in the cookie right in the cookie jar yeah (laughs) yes emptying the wallet that's the perfect way to put it So the thing to remember here, uh, listeners, is people expect all of your messaging to tie back into uh, whatever your stated purpose is. And by that, I mean not just our goal is to make money. You have another purpose that you say that your organization is all about. And we actually have an episode on purpose-driven content um, with Maliha Akil that might give you some more help with that to understand what we're talking about with purpose-driven content. So that's the first one, purpose-driven content. Second content trend is people-first communications, which, okay, uh, I kind of think about uh, a white paper I wrote some time ago about human-centered communications, which is a suite of uh, design techniques uh, used by um, architects and so on. Is, Is this something similar? It's in that same area. So again, it's just what it says. It's putting people first. So that may sound basic, but a lot of times the corporate or communications machine can get caught up in churning things out and they forgot to listen. So this is about surveying your audience and staying on top of the topics that they want to hear about. Uh, I see. So it's not about distribution. It's, it's more about dialogue. Oh, that's a great way to phrase it. And it's looking closely at what people need to do their jobs well, live well, and be happy. So it's about motivation, inclusion, and culture reinforcement, especially with the rise of the hybrid office. Yeah, I know. Since uh, 2020, we've been hearing, you know, the people feel the need to feel connected. Uh, And so uh, a lot of people are sort of complaining about this uh, work from home thing because they're like, I thought I hated my colleagues, but it turns out I I, kind of need them. (laughs) So you're getting this kind of like stress thing. And, you know, it's not just I I think it's also not just for remote workers. I kind of feel like all groups, whether they're physically in the office or not, they all need to be stimulated uh, together, like kind of like at the same time. And I think that's one thing that you can kind of do using Uh, digital signage and and other forms of electronic communication is so everybody kind of gets the same messaging at the same time regardless of where they are yes that's true and we have another episode on communicating with a hybrid workforce that we'll link to so for digital signage managers this means more focus on motivational and inspirational messaging well-being and health tips both physical and mental and making sure that your messaging on these topics is frequent and consistent 
Yeah. Again, I say to people, remember communication, even corporate level communication. I mean, ultimately it's people talking to people. I know we say the company and companies are, are legal entities in and of themselves, but it really is people talking to people. And I know that maybe there might be some out there who think, oh my God, really health tips and well-being and motivational stuff. Really, do we have to do that? But even though some of your audience might be all cynical because they're too cool for school, they do appreciate it. I, being a lifelong cynic, have that reaction when I see the, you know, the cat hanging in the tree, hang in there. And I go, oh my God, it's so stupid. And yet I also secretly think it's it's also very nice. <laughs> yes. So uh, those are kind of top level stuff. Number three on the content trends list we're talking about is uh, video snippets. And this is interesting. Video is tricky when it comes to digital signage, uh, mainly because you don't always have audio or you don't want to use audio and you don't want like a video playing for 10 minutes uh, if your screens are somewhere where people are just walking by, like in a, a, a corridor or something like that. That would be silly. <laughs> no, you definitely don't want video playing for 10 minutes, really, really long at all. So when we say snippets, we're actually talking about short form video. So think TikTok and not YouTube. Right, exactly. Which, you know, again, have your opinions about them in social media platforms, but the format itself is uh, is kind of perfect for a digital signage thing. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I came across some stats recently. Short form video, for example, TikTok, uh, now accounts for 80% of all mobile data traffic. And the average user in these tiny little bite-sized bits watches a combined 19 hours of video content Every week, each person, 19 hours of, let's call them one minute snippets. I don't know. Do the math on that. 19 times 60. That's a lot of videos. Wow. Are they getting paid? <laughs> no, this is what people are doing for fun. This is, this is, this is the whole thing. So if they're already doing that in their own lives, it just kind of makes sense to transition that over to the, the digital signage. Right. So that right there shows you that this is a content trend. It's a popular medium. So for digital signage, this can mean simply animating some of the messages you're already creating. Think of it as adding animation to PowerPoint slides instead of just having everything come up at once. Right. However, I would caution uh, whenever possible, shoot your own video clips. Uh, that's what short form videos are all about. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't go out and, oh, I have to get a you know high resolution camera. You have a high resolution camera. It's on your phone. If you're one of those you know, eight people left in the country that doesn't have a smartphone. Uh, one of your colleagues does borrow it and shoot your, just shoot your own videos. That's what people want to see. It doesn't have, you're not trying to win an award here. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's, that's true. One idea is a shout out or a thank you video. Peer to peer recognition is really motivating. So just have someone thank another team member on camera. Yeah, and it's funny, isn't it? Because um, there is that personal element. Like I personally, I don't use TikTok, but I, I do use YouTube. And I dislike videos of people in front of a camera 
talking to the camera, telling you something. I'd rather just have a voiceover and some nice visuals. But it has recently come to my attention that I am greatly in the minority and that most people really do prefer to have that face right there. So you can you can do a shout out. The company thanks Bob Johnson for you know his outstanding work last week. But having a human being instead just do a real quick smiling and going, hi, Bob. And if you're not using audio, then you just stick it in there in subtitles. Yes, absolutely. And hey, Derek, you're an award-winning podcast influencer. You probably didn't even know that, but you could do your own influencer videos. (laughs) So you can, and this is a great idea for our clients. You can get people from your industry, your business or teams to give short monthly or weekly updates. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can get some client testimonials. And then whatever you create, keep it under one minute. Right. That's, I mean, that's the the, the thing. K-I-S-S, keep it short and simple. Yeah, partly you, you might make arguments about like, oh God, what's happening to attention spans today? But that's really beside the point. The point here is, is that digital signage is kind of a transient medium, even though it's affixed to a surface, your audience is transient. And so no one's going to stand in a, at an elevator and, oh, I'll catch the next one. I'm busy watching this 15-minute talk on here. (laughs) Right, right. That's true. And you mentioned not having audio. You can easily turn on audio where it's appropriate, but we suggest designing your videos so that they don't need audio. Right. And like I said, use closed captioning or or, uh, subtitles uh, if you do have somebody talking. But, you know, try and tell the story as visually as possible. Consider it almost like a a 59-second tone poem, but made only with pictures. It's like a a haiku, but for your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I love it. (laughs) Uh, Number four is something I know is close to your heart, which is more data. (laughs) And I'm not just talking about Star Trek The Next Generation here, folks. Lots of clients already show data visualizations on their screens. Uh, So you're saying... Show more? Derek, some people aren't doing this at all, so they should start. And if you're already showing data, then look around for what other information you could be sharing. Can you show a progress to goals? Can you show a dashboard of your support tickets? Can you show a countdown to the big college football game? That's one of my favorites, by the way. (laughs) Sure, that makes sense. It doesn't even have to be specifically about, you know, work tasks. Right. I mean, and of course, then you also have, what about directories, menu boards for restaurants on site, queuing systems, donor boards, another of my favorites. Right. And as I said before, a lot of stakeholders today, they they really do want transparency. And that means employees, it means customers, it means students, it means even visitors. You need to bridge what you say with what you actually do in order to build that trust. And, And I think this is why coming up with as many ways of turning something into a progress towards goals is is just such a great way to do that. Because look, here's the data. We're not lying. There it is. Yep, that's very true. And basically anything that's of interest to your audience that you update in a database or spreadsheet can be a cool visualization on your screens. 
And there's also automation tools and APIs keep coming out that let more business systems integrate with digital signage software so more data can be fed into your digital signage system. Yeah, that's something I've noticed lately uh, is that uh, there are just more and more because digital signage is we knew this was going to happen. Uh, in the early days of digital signage, not so much, but now digital signage really is becoming, if it hasn't already become ubiquitous. And so it just makes sense that there are going to be other companies out there who are like, okay, how can we supply content to these uh, sometimes quite extensive systems and deployments? So, you know, it's just, this is, we knew this was going to come one day and that day has come. Okay. So number five, on the content trends is another multiplier, more interactivity. Yes, and again, some people are doing this, but some aren't, and those that aren't really should consider it. So touchscreens have come down in price, so think about switching out some of your displays. And if you can't do that, you can still build interactive experiences using a voice user interface where people can talk to the screen. Right, and that uh, voice interfaces don't require a special display, right? I can use the displays I have now. You can with our product. It's built into the hardware we use, so you just need to add a microphone and build the voice interactivity into your screen layout. Uh, again, uh, talking about links, we have an episode uh, all about voice-activated signage uh, that you can listen to for details and episode notes. We'll have a link to that. Yes, but even if you can't do any of that, you can use something as simple as a QR code and a message so people can scan and continue interacting with your content on their phone. Yeah, and I think everybody agrees. All, really, all content needs to be mobile-friendly now. So keep in, that in mind when you're designing things is that, hey, there's going to be a version of this uh, that's mobile-friendly. Absolutely. The sixth and last item on our content trends list is alerts. Again, I, I imagine quite a few people are doing this. Yes, and if you're not using your digital signage as part of your emergency alerting system, you really should consider it. So most platforms integrate with alerting suites you're already using, like Alertus, Everbridge, or Rave Mobile Safety. And severe weather is becoming the norm, unfortunately. So being able to show warnings and instructions is more important than ever. Right. And obviously security alerts as well are always on people's minds. Uh, you, you just, you need to be prepared because you can stop people getting injured. Exactly. And this is part of a people first movement. There's nothing more basic than keeping your people safe. That's, that's very true. Now, okay. We don't want to end on a bummer. I know. Yes. Alerts are always very important, but you got any uh, quick trends or tips you can uh, lay down for us? <laughs> I'll just say that people consume a lot of media and communications now, so they expect quality content on your screens. Yes. Yep. And there are also many tools available now to make it really easy to create quality stuff. <laughs> if your image is pixelated, you made a mistake. Yes, absolutely. And remember to scrap the formality and go for a more empathetic, engaging strategy. And it's all about the experience. So whether that's employee experience, customer experience, or visitor experience, make it memorable. Yeah, absolutely so. So 
Paying attention to content trends and wrapping all of these up in your digital signage strategy can help better engage and connect your viewers to your organization and maybe even to each other, which is ultimately the reason that you bought the screens in the first place. Uh, interesting stuff are six content trends. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, Elise, how many of these hold for the next couple of years and what comes down the pipeline in the future. Yes, we should do a recap and then what's next. <laughs> exactly. Perhaps next spring. Yes. <laughs> I'd like to thank Elise Kelly, professional services consultant for physics, for talking to me today. Thanks, Elise. Thank you, Derek. Always a pleasure to talk to you. All right. And uh, don't forget, again, you can uh, subscribe, as I said before at the top. And check out that transcript on the physics website for uh, tons and tons of links that are just going to be outrageously helpful to you. Thank you again for listening to this episode of Digital Signage Done Right. For more free stuff, head to resources on physics.com for guides, videos, and more to help with your visual communications. Please subscribe and share and contact us for information about our digital signage solutions.